Hey, I'm Ray. Hey, I'm Liz. And together we are Buzz with Ray and Liz. Just two kick-ass human beings who came up with an idea to celebrate the intricate web of humanity the best way we know how, with no filters. I already have a drink in my hand. Think of this as happy hour with two of your best friends. So sit down, take a sip, and enjoy. It is Liz. And it's Ray. And what are we talking to talking about today, Ray? So we're talking about high school and pop culture. How has it affected you though? That that's the thing. Like, how is was your high school? Because I know you were what in two thousand and six. Am I oh, wrong? Oh, you're two thousand and four. Uh, when did when did you graduate? Two thousand eleven. <sighs> After this episode, I would like to not drop down the gap between us again so I'm just gonna let that slide the last time that seems that seems completely different I was in a whole different life when 2000 2011 is that what you said mm-hmm. <sighs> I feel like that was just a couple days ago um yeah so for high school for me especially when I was watching my shows I had a lot of high school shows again I'm I was pretty much in the 90s, and then I lived my high school years in the 2000s. But when I was in high school, I was really obsessed with the show called Saved by the Bell. Have you ever seen that? I've seen some of it, but I had a really, like, bad taste in the mouth because I grew up with YouTube, and they had, like, a parody version of how Zach Morris was a complete a-hole. Oh, my gosh. When I was younger, I didn't think he was one. I actually, I didn't think he was attractive when I was younger. But when I got older, I now that I've watched him, I go, yeah, he's very, he's a very good looking guy. He, he is. He is definitely a fuck boy. Um, I used to hate Jesse Spano. And when I watch these episodes again, she is the most woke. I thought that high school was going to be just like Saved by the Bell. There was a the popular kids, and they were very diverse. They mm-hmm. had AC AC Slater. He was a hottie, and he was he was Latino, I believe. Um, and in the military, super buff. Then there was Lisa, who was she was black and rich, and and she was super fashionable. So I thought when you got to high school, you were going to have this great diverse group of friends who were popular. Mm-hmm. I never quite understood the relationship they had with Screech. He's like the nerdy one. Do you, he, I don't know if you know this, but a few years ago, well, decades ago at this point, he had a porno that came out. Oh, I know. I You told me that once and I started searching it. Although it. it's not very, I wouldn't recommend watching it. Um. <laughs> He's the last one I would want to see a porno with. Um, but of course, Jessie Spano grew up and she did Showgirls, so she got to see her boobies. Um, the show, though, it was it was really interesting because when I was in school, I and this is me in middle school thinking the expectations of high school. They had so much time hanging out at their lockers, and when I was in high school, we never had that long. In fact, I feel like that's when my anxiety first started. Was that time frame like? We only got like seven minutes to get to the next class. In my high school, of course, one class is on the third floor. The next class is on like the last floor on the other side of the whole building. So mm-hmm. watching them hanging out and talk, I was like, how How do they have time to do that? Why are they not stressed out? And why are they so damn close to the principal? I was not close with any of my teachers, especially 
the principal. Were you close to any of your... I was close to the security guard, and this is the funniest reason why. Because we had a school, and you could, before, like, we had a whole bunch of, like, uh, criminal issues at my school. And um, we were able to go in and out before I went into high school. But once I entered high school, we weren't allowed to. So the guards would actually go on their little, um, what is that called? Not um, their little golf carts. That they'd go around you had school. golf carts? We had golf carts. No, wow, for the security go- guards. You, um, wow, that's rich. You went to California, right? Oh, yeah, I went to California. Oh. But we had all, like, the, what is it called? We had all the private school rejects. So anyone that got kicked out of private school, school oh, we shit. got them. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds a lot more fun than I thought. Um was Saved by the Bell, I thought we were going to have all these pranks and, like, this rivalry around the other schools. And when I Mm -hmm. went to school, it was only, like, a football game with the other big IPS school um, or the big basketball game. But we never had pranks. We, like, we never – it seemed like my my school, we never came together like that. The only time you had, I guess, a high school career is if you did extra – activities i was a cheerleader in high school what what stereotype were you i was a geek i was a nerd but i wasn't a smart nerd so it kind of oh i was like oh well now i was troubled (laughs) there you go i was a troubled child um but that was basically it i mean i was in band i did color guard which is with the flags so um, now, from the movies, at least from the 90s, the band people, they were all really nerdy and sexual. Is but that's that... very true. What? That is very you... true. Were you having sex in high school? I was. <gasps> I'm not oh. going to lie. I was. Well, you know, WAP, right? Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> that's so bad. If you know anyone under 18 is listening, please talk to your parents about sexual health. Talk turn to it them. off now. Turn it off now. I got pregnant in high school, so I know what that means. Um, uh, the other things about high school that I thought was crazy is, oh, especially on Saved by the Bell, I never saw them on their bus. Like, did all, and I think they're in California, right? So, Bayside? That I don't remember. California. I feel like I really don't know California, but did you ride the bus to school? So I don't think we really had a bus because if you had a bus, you had to pay like a certain amount of money. But I don't think we had a bus. No, I don't think we did have a bus, but we had like a regular bus from like the city, like, you know, a city bus. What? Or like we had a little like, what is that called? Little subway monorail thing. Oh, we called it a light rail. But um, that was basically it. I think you in Indiana, you could ride the bus for free, but there you couldn't. Wow, I did not know that about California. Yeah, we have the yellow buses. Hmm. I think it depends. Our school district was really poor. Oh, wow. Well, that's that's what happens when you go to a real like city. Um, I also watched the 10 Things I Hate About You. So a lot of the stereotypes were... From obviously the movie, the movies I watched, and a lot of them do they fall flat. They don't match. Um, the ten things I hate about you. That's the movie with Heath Ledger, who passed away. He was the original Joker that won the Oscar, but it had Jordan Gordon Levitt. Did you see that he? I think he's looking for Filipino writers right now to write a script. Did you see that? I think I caught an article. Oh, about I did. I, what is his half? He looks ethnic. I don't know 
what he is. But he looks ethnic. He's adorable. I think he's just the cutest kid. He he was in a lot of um, shows and movies when I grew up. He looks, to me, he looks exactly Oh, he is so cute. Yeah, he's um, so but, cute. Yeah, he still looks like a little kid. And he can sing, too. He was he has a couple of those things. Oh, yes. Um, ten, in 10 Things I Hate About You, that was the first time I saw... Uh, BFF's cat fight that had also Gabrielle Union in it and it was kind of cool to watch because there was a white girl who was super snobby and Gabrielle Union who's black and they are like best friends are super popular and then they get into a fight over the fact that they want to go to the prom and one of them doesn't and they don't stick together um, Julia Stiles is in it she was a big big actress when I was a teenager um, that was the first time I saw that teenagers were pressured to have sex and she and it isn't like a big deal. It's just she talks about the popular boy who ends up hitting on the younger sister, and they have sex. And then she says, "I don't want to have sex anymore," and he doesn't want to be with her and breaks up. So that was the first time I got to see something like that. Besides me reading literature, like "Dear Hi God, It's Me, Margaret," stuff like that. So that was something interesting. Sex was very talked about in my schools. I I feel like. All the high school kids were having sex. I know you band geeks were, but I just felt like, I wouldn't say there was peer pressure to have sex, but you definitely knew everybody was having sex. Did you feel peer pressured at all, or was your hormones just like, ooh, I'm a horny teenager? I think the hormones, most definitely, but no one was really, I I think there was a little bit of stigma on having sex. Like, letting people know, because then you'd be labeled like a whore. But there was a lot of things going on, like, behind closed doors you know because even though I went to a school in California or whatever um it was predominantly I would have to say conservative in terms of like what kids were doing until Mm -hmm. you got to about 11th or 12th grade but other than that it was very much so innocent in those terms because we didn't really have a lot of pregnant high school students oh wow well that's good um, and it, that is crazy because when I was a freshman, it felt like there was a gap between freshman and senior. Maybe not so much freshman and sophomore, but once you pass those two, it felt like it, like juniors and seniors were like, they felt like young adults, which they, you know, obviously became one. But the, it really did feel like when you were a senior ill freshman, like it was just. You thought you were better really? than Really? I, I don't think so. I mean, okay. Really? So this is, no. I mean, okay, how do I explain this? A lot of the senior guys would date younger freshman girls. I don't like that. I don't like the sound of that. That sounds Oh, it was not- so gross. No, I remember I had a friend, <laughs> and um, she dated this guy, and they were together for a while, but he, we were, I think, almost a junior, and um, he slept with somebody who was in eighth grade, coming out That's of eighth a- grade. Yeah. That sounds that sounds very uh, well. If he's still technically underage, I don't know the age of consent. In fact, I don't know what we're doing with consent across the states. But that that does not sound right to me. It's I I think that maybe when I was younger, um, I don't think I saw it that way. I kind of I think within my group of friends, the idea of an older kid, older guy, was cool. Like. I don't think we had the belief system that, hey, this is, like, predatorial. So I don't know how the young girls are feeling, especially the girls now. They all, even though they're younger than I am, they all try to look like Kim Kardashian. And the they Kylie look and the old. Jenner. 
I, Anyone born past 1999 looks old. They look older they than their, us. They have their Instagram accounts. They're constantly sticking their butt out. I mean, I even see some of my friends who have teenagers now. And you can see their daughters are... I don't have a daughter. I think I'd slap the shit out of her if she posed the way I see some of these girls pose. But I, I don't know. I don't know if that's just girls are feeling more sexual, which I don't think is right. I think once you're of age, then go for it. But when you're, I don't know, I don't I don't like the idea of losing your teenage lives. You don't get that back. Um, but we'll have to see where that goes. Um, it was interesting because I actually talked to my husband about what he saw in the media growing up. Now, I, he said the only really two shows that were high school based for him um, was Fresh Prince mm-hmm. and the Steve Hart the Steve Harvey show, and he's a black man who he was saying he never really got into actually understanding high school drama. It just wasn't that much, so he never got into. He said Moesha and stuff. He he never got into the drama of that. He kind of was just trying to understand himself as a black kid growing up, and these were the shows. He said that in print, Fresh Prince that it was kind of cool to watch because. It was really cool to see um, someone who was, you know, raised poor and then placed into a rich private school. Mm-hmm. And just that idea of it because he was poor and, you know, just like how would how would I be able to mesh well? Would I be popular? So he really liked that. The dynamic of that family sounds relatable. I even told my husband a couple years ago, like, that family, the whole I'm – I'm going to take on my nieces or nephew and take care of them because they're my family. Mm-hmm. I thought that was that's real. And they're making, they're bringing that back. They're making it a drama is what I heard. Will, Will Smith also, did you know? Will Smith, it is not William Smith. It's Willard Smith. And that blew my mind when I heard that. I thought it was William. Um, the Steve Harvey show, he said that was the first time he kind of saw how high school teachers actually cared about their students. I never felt, at least for me, I never felt the teachers cared about me in high school. Did were you, did you feel like they, I know you said the security guard, but did you feel like your teachers actually cared about you? Well, I mean, the security guards are cool because one of the security guards would make the super spicy, like, hot wings, like, really spicy. Or he, they'd go to, like, the burrito place next door, like, directly next door in front of our school and get, like, students burritos. So I think that's a level of care, right? Um, I think so. Our vice principal is really nice. One time I asked him for, like, a dollar for some stupid reason, and he gave me a dollar. <laughs> so I think, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I was a brat. Like, I, I caused a lot of issues, and I was entitled. So whatever I'm saying about high school probably wasn't portrayed with a lot of my classmates. Mm. I, I still think it's weird that you're a security guard. I remember my high school, one of the girls was having an affair with the security guard, and I guess she may have came from a really religious family, mm-hmm. and her diary was exposed, and he got fired. He was, like, married, and it was just, it was a big controversy. <gasps> a diary got exposed? Yeah. Same here. <laughs> we, had, wow. we had a girl, and the funny thing is, um... The guy, the teacher is one of my friends on Facebook still. But I'm assuming nothing happened or it was just all, like, you know, 
she either made it up or something because I don't think he ever got in trouble for it. So, but she, yeah, she had, like, a diary of what, like, I read it, and apparently, like, he sucked on her breast or something, and now we were, like, we were making, like, bets on who, like, the teacher predator was, and we thought it was all my chemistry teacher who was really, really weird, and then when we found out, he, like, when we said, oh, it's Mr., I don't want to say his name because I, I think he's still really sweet, and then they were, like... Our chemistry teacher just, like, looked at us and smirked like a ha-ha, it wasn't me. Oh, my gosh. The teachers know. I wonder if the teachers, like, tell on each other. I had some friends who were teachers before, but they're no longer teachers. And I wonder if they ever, like, if they if they get suspicion, do they rat each other out? Or do they act like they don't know what's going on? Like, I I don't know what's going on there. But it it, it seems a little crazy in the movies though it's it's always funny because like i thought high school like your the prom i thought it was gonna be lit i thought that was the biggest party of the year i thought as soon as you popped in everybody was dressed to the nines and they were like let's go and like in a lot of the cheesy ones the the crowd there's a dance off that was not my high school at all it was a lot of cattiness people were not i mean they danced, but it wasn't as lit as I expected. So it really hurt my feelings when I went to the high school dances and they were not like the movies. They didn't even have DJs. I was like, this is not Okay, good. so you want to know how my senior prom was? Yes. So my senior prom, we rented this like really expensive freaking, um, what is it called? Limo. And we went to a really nice restaurant. Mm-hmm. We got to our prom and it's supposed to be really nice or whatever they had like the dollar store candle and one like two or three of those little (laughs) like marble bead things there was no water at all the water ran out of the like where you could buy it from the little vending machine and people were in line to get water via the water fountain and this was our senior prom I feel like that's how our prom was. I was like, where did the budget come from? Like, I don't, I felt like we didn't have it. We had our prom, like, at the Children's Museum. So I think all the money went to paying for the venue. Um, but then it it wasn't, I mean, maybe my senior prom was a little bit nice. I don't even remember now. But uh, it wasn't as what I thought it was going to be like in the movies. I thought it was going to be popping. I also thought that from the movies, um that cell phones um at the time they were shown at least like in the movie clueless they're on their cell phones i thought we were going to be able to be little adults with our cell phones even though cell phones were not that big when i was in high school they had just started becoming there i just thought that maybe everyone was gonna be like mini adults in high school and we were all like basically future little business owners i I had a whole different idea of what high school was going to be like um high school really was a lot of body issues there were we had a lot of people who sold drugs. Um, I did see a lot of dis- eating disorders and more like the binging type of eating disorders. I didn't see a lot of the purging and the starvation type um, disorders, but I did see a lot of people who you could tell they were eating their feelings. Um, oh, that was me. Um, <laughs> For one year. Yeah, I ate my feelings during sophomore year and the freshman year, and then I lost all the weight due to like puberty oh. or whatever. Did you become the instant hot girl? Like, no, the no, oh. I became the insta hoe. 
<laughs> I tried going for guys who were older than me on oh, MySpace no. or whatever. And it was just, yeah. And now that I look back at it, it was a very dangerous behavior. Dangerous. Oh, man. Um, they have, like, in the movies, they have, like, these big speeches from the lead characters. Like, in, like, She's All That and stuff. It would be, like, just hey, I'm the popular kid and I'm going to have this big speech in front of a crowd of other popular kids and it's going to motivate them. We didn't. I didn't have any of those moments in high school. We didn't have the whole, yeah, let's let's be focused and worked as a team. But I, I, I didn't play sports. I was a cheerleader and it didn't feel very sport-like. It felt very catty. I actually was very lucky. I was like one of those in-betweeners where I had – because I was a cheerleader, I was associated with the popular group, but they weren't my my normal friend base. And then I had friends in every single category. Like I was friends with the goth kids. I was friends with um, kids who didn't speak English as their first language. I was friends with the jocks and then the really smart kids who were in like they were all in their own classes, but then we would have a general elective together. So I was kind of just in between all of those. So that really worked in my favor. Um, I did learn that you can build your squads from high school, which was really cool. Even in um, the shows like Saved by the Bell and, and the movie Scream, where there's a, a group of edgy type of kids, even though that movie they end up killing each other. Um it was cool to see that you can develop your friendship circle and see, like, these people may grow with you. Are you still friends with some of the people from high school? Uh, Yeah, a couple. Are you guys close, or is it just you're still friends on Facebook? We're still friends on Facebook. I'm friends with, like, my middle school best friend, Allison. Oh. But that's oh, basically, like... Allison. Oh, I know. She's amazing. But basically, that's that's it. I don't think I had... I think all of, no, actually I'm friends with Vanessa too, but our friendship actually bloomed outside of high school. That happened a lot with me too, like friends that you were friends with, like you were in passing classes, or you had a couple classes with them in high school, but then for me, MySpace happened, and I was planning my 21st birthday, and I was, I don't know, I don't know if it's just a 20s thing, but you like to tell everybody, my birthday's this month, it's all week long, and you like post every day, and eventually it like catches some of your friends' attention, and they'll message you like, hey, I see it's your birthday coming up, can I go? And it would be people like I had one class with, and then they would go out, and then you kind of made it seem like you had been friends all this time, and then you just get closer. That's that's what I did with a couple people out of high school. Like, It seemed like out of high school, we connected even more. We just had that common theme that, yeah, we went to the same high school, and we've had a lot of the same childhood experiences. So is that kind of how your, like, your reconnection with your friends out of high school was or I mean you moved like when did you move from California? No I moved here when I was 25. No I reconnected actually no that's a lie. I actually was friends with people that I graduated with but they were all guys and it was because I was dating you know my boyfriend at the time and I became their friend or whatever but that kind of ended because of crap but um I think we all just connected with like partying and drinking Uh and going to like clubs and stuff and parties that was like our connection but other than that I don't think there was really like there was really anything you know would I take would I go back and do all of that stuff yeah it was really fun um but sometimes you know after high school you grow up you have to grow up and you need to understand like the differences between what's wrong and what's right so 
Gotcha. Yeah, I can see. I can see that. Um, I will say that even in the movies and in like my life, parents were so disconnected with what was going on in a teenager's lives. I still feel like that's the case. I have a teenage son, and I feel like a lot that I'm still disconnected with his life. Um, one, it's COVID nineteen, and my son is I. To typecast him, I would say he's probably like an in-betweener. He's not an excessive jock. He does, I wouldn't say he's an over-the-top geek. If anything, he might be like the intellectual uh, feelings type of person. Mm -hmm. But I still feel disconnected from him. When he tells me about his friends, I, I don't ever see him go. He never asks to go see his friends. So I don't know if he, like, I don't even know if they exist, but he makes it seem like they do. So I feel like I'm very still disconnected um I feel like with my own dad that he was disconnected and I think that has really shaped me as an adult like I still feel like I disconnect from groups of people and I'm just engaged in that moment so like co-workers if I'm with them I only want to focus on my co-workers attention but I never bring it back at home and I think I may have learned that in high school where I don't feel like I had to hide anything from my dad but I feel like you don't get the jokes, Dad. You didn't go to school. You don't see what's funny. So why should I include you? So I don't know if that's just something I adopted since I was a kid and it just stuck with me. But I do feel like that disconnection was developed when I was in high school. So now it's now it's coming back and biting my ass because now my son's probably disconnected when it comes to his academic school life. But he's pretty mm-hmm. connected when us as friends. I, th- I feel like he thinks I'm his friend. We're not. We're not fucking friends. But I think he thinks we're friends. Um, Aww. Oh no, he can get his own friends. I'm popular and he is not. Aww. Um, <laughs> 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 anyway, he's gonna hear this like, bitch, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> did you have any like shows that you were really into? I was up? into like, Skins and Degrassi. You know when a uh, Drake got shot. Drake Drake yeah I mean honestly though Degrassi was probably a real like that was a really good show Skins is really good too the UK version not the American version um what's another good one um that I watched oh Gossip Girl 90210 like that was a time of teenage shows like in terms of like you know um reboots from the 90s and 80s and kind of like the supernatural stuff that was the time that's interesting because when I watched shows from when I was in high school, it was very, it felt like a very family show. It didn't, again, it didn't hit the hard topics. And when it did, it was like one episode. It was, it was very rushed. And then back to family show. And the shows you're describing, like Degrassi, that sounds like they were more heavier. It sounded like we were dealing with teenager problems. And I didn't, I did, maybe I didn't pick the right shows in the 90s, but it sounds like you're talking about shows that, Oh, yeah. Like, they were hitting it, but they weren't hitting it as hard as they were hitting it now. Like, I know um, we talked about this briefly before. I think you mentioned 13 Reasons Why. Mm-hmm. Um, that show hits hard. Like, they they talk about really hard-hitting stuff like sexual assault, um, you know, what your gender is, um, preferred gender, and... Um, they talk about, like, your sexuality and, you know. How old are these cast members? So I've never seen the third. And that's the one that kind of. They're all from old. When you, they're older. They're, they're not, like, 13. They're not, like, kids. 
No, it's just 13 Reasons Why. And so, like, they talk about suicide, sexual assault. Um, they talk about peer pressure and all of that stuff. But it's a very hard-hitting, like, there's a scene where the, in, like, the end of the series, or not series, the end of the first season, where you find out how she commits suicide. And she's basically, like, they just show it. She cuts her wrist. They sh- and show she- her commit suicide? Yeah. Wow, I have yeah. not watched that. It's very That's... hard-hitting. And Selena Gomez, which is a mm-hmm. Disney star, was, I right. believe, one of the, like, directors or producers. I don't remember. Oh. Yeah, she's part of it. I did see that she, I, she's like, for her not to sing that well, her songs are so goddamn catchy. I love everything. Auto-tune. Drops. I'm okay with the auto-tune. The music is great. The writing, whoever's writing her shit is good. Um she seems to have a lot of issues that she has been very vulnerable about. So I kind of mm-hmm. like that about her. She's been very, it seems like she's been very true to who she is. I, now this is coming from conservative mother type blogs that I've kind of skimmed through. They made it seem like they glamorize suicide. Now, suicide is a tough issue. Um, I read, I had to take a suicide class. So my son, um, and this was a few years ago, I remember getting a call like at three o'clock in the afternoon, well, it was before school lets out. So it was in the early afternoon around 2 p.m. And the principal called me and was like, do you know your son is having suicidal thoughts? So that oh, really man. hit, yeah, that hit me really hard because I was actually thought I was on top of my game. Like I, I was having such a healthy life. I was my ideal weight. I was, my career is going on, the place where I can track where I wanted it to be in the next few years. Best friends. I was single at the time, so I didn't have the relationship issues that a lot of people may have. Um, and I just thought I was just like, I thought my son and I were super close. And then I got the call that dropped like that. Um, I went to a suicide counseling type course just to kind of stay in tune. And by the way, my son's healthy now. He does not have any of that. I've gotten him the help, the therapy he needs. And he constantly feels like he's in a better place and he reassures me of course as a mother I'm going to constantly worry about it but there are no Mm -hmm. signs that he's relapsing but I did go to a suicide course and when it said something and it just it stood out in my mind I don't have the citations to source it it was something by the United Way but the year Facebook started is parallel to when suicide in teenagers started increasing I thought that was really really interesting um and that's why i said the 13 reasons why i don't know i wouldn't say it's glamorizing it it, because we should not glamorize any sort of mental disorder but when it's becoming edgy it's become edgy and people are buying it like i believe urban outfitters um they had like you know edgy things like they had columbine written on their sweaters for young kids to Mm. buy like it's becoming Mm -hmm. like edgy like it's if you do any of that stuff or whatever you're edgy wow see i grew up in the 90s and grunge life was really big but i don't at least i may have been too young but i don't know or we may have just not talked about these issues as much but i don't feel like it was as heavy as it is now i mean we had a lot of songs that were depressing emo was in all of that i hate the world pity me but yeah it but like now it's, it's, it's different constant yeah, it feels like it's very frequent. Like, when a kid says that now, it's serious versus when a kid said it back in the 90s. But again, we were latchkey kids in the 90s. Parents didn't give a fuck about us. I feel like they just, they didn't care. They didn't care. But now I feel like you have to care about everything um, and you have to constantly care. So that shows 
It, I, it I think depends, though, because there's a lot of kids, I feel like, nowadays that are edgy that will say it but aren't. And so now there's a lot of, like, that sensitivity. Like, you have to be on your toes and kind of know what's what's not and what's edgy and what's real. Because it's, it, you're right, it has become glamorized and it's become one of those things where, like, mental health has just become kind of like an accessory, if that it makes sense. Like, it does seem like they glamorize it, especially in pop culture. Like, hey, I have a mental disorder, and you have a mental disorder. We should be best friends. And it, it, yeah, I. But I, at the same time, like, I don't know. Maybe that is a way to connect for two people to normalize. True, like, but I they don't, don't. I don't know. They don't do that in schools. They don't have mental health training, or they don't have mental health counselors in school. Well, they don't have mental health anywhere. Like even oh, yeah. as adults, like you, you, you have people who they wouldn't be nowhere to tell you. Oh, you have bad feelings. All they say is like, "Oh, I'll be there for you." How? How will you be there for me? Tell me your therapist's name. That's who will be there for me. So it, I still think that we have a mental health issue, and now we're creating a. I don't know. I think we're glamorizing it, or we're possibly categorizing it. In I the blame wrong TikTok. Oh, do you? Uh-huh. They had, like, this trend of um, these kids just, you know, showing themselves, like, beat up or something. And it was just really, like, triggering, I think, for some other kids. But I understand it, though. Like, you know, when something is sensationalized or it's a shock value, people will eat up that crap and you'll become viral. So I don't know if, if it's... I see it's like the good and bad like because people are talking about mental health we're actually looking into it but at the same time it's like but they're glamorizing it to the point where people don't believe if somebody has mental health is it for show in, in a sense yeah is this, is this real and I don't think we know like I don't know if we're even trained enough to know and I think the reason why this can be an issue is as a parent you know, my son, he's only 16, but when he turns 26, 36, and he has a mental decline, hopefully he doesn't. But if he goes down that way, I can say, well, this started when he was 13, 14 years old. What did I do to make sure he was on the right course? So there's so many pieces to it. Like, could I have said, you know, I thought he was done and never touched it again? Or do I say, hey, I'm constantly checking on your mental health? I do think for someone like me who had my son at 18 years old, mm-hmm. um, I'm more in touch with that, and this could have been the, an eye opener for me. I overly, I'm always concerned about my son's emotions, especially through COVID. Um, I don't know if he's getting the socialization, so I put him in a program where he would be able to work and earn money, and then work with peers. And then I would talk to him about, hey, what did you learn about your job today? But I would try to reconnect it to some values. So it could be that I'm hypersensitive, but that's just one parent in this whole wide world. There are a lot of kids out here who probably do not have the support team. All they have is social media. All they have is the escape of the TV shows. You bring up TikTok, and I actually think, so again, the show sounds so different. In the 90s, it definitely felt very lighthearted, family-oriented. 2000s, it sounded like, oh, shit, we're starting to talk about teenage issues. But I would say both of those shows types, those, that genre, were written by adults. Mm-hmm. At least for TikTok, I feel like these. this is a platform that teenagers get to give out content. And even though I think a lot of it can be challenging when they pull their little, what's it called? When everybody is a trend or oh, something? Oh, um, that is a trend. Trending? 
or a challenge where they all oh do yeah something. like photos challenges and stuff yeah so I, I they they jump on there but at the same time I feel like the kids are leading it so it is very nice to see how society has changed within these past few decades mm-hmm. on on the stories of that so I do think that's super impactful and it's interesting to see it because I have a stepson and he just turned 10 a couple a, um, a couple weeks a week ago and he no he said so, he's so bad he's so cute but he's bad as shit he's the cutest little thing though um but i don't know what his his teenage life is going to be there's six years six years apart i mean you even with our years apart that you and i have it seems like there's a dramatic difference so i am really interested to see what the future holds for this new generation um just because of just you could see the difference between yours and mine and now his my son i asked him before we started recording i was like hey i couldn't help but notice ray and i were talking that there doesn't seem to be a lot of teen movies out do do you guys still have that and he said no we we watch superhero movies and i mean there's some teens in there like there's a teenage spider-man in the movie shazam but that's about it like i feel like teen movies basically died within your generation like what's the last teen movie that came out like twilight or something i think for us there's a lot of netflix ones but they're very not for teens <laughs> very not for teens um i think the i can't even give you one what's the, i don't know what's your favorite teen movie oh my favorite teen movie has to be Mean Girls. Why? And that is a classic. Besides of all the the quotes and the hyper sexuality. The, oh, <laughs> well, this not. I don't think was there that much sexuality in there, other than these girls trying to find their confidence and be sexy. But the dramatic stereotypes of that book. I just I thought it was great. I like the mom. I like how she. I'm I'm not, I'm a cool mom. I'm not a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. I I, I feel like that's very, very now. That that's definitely like. When we watched the Beverly, well, when you forced me to watch the Beverly Hills, I felt like that everyone's mom was like that. So did you relate to it or did you just see it as humor? I saw it as humor. See, and I think that's what I saw a lot when I watched the shows, other than I thought it was going to be a lot more fun based and it wasn't. It was school is nothing. High school is nothing but hormones. I feel like hormones and anxiety, like those are just back and forth, back and forth. Um... But if you have a bad experience with high school, it can really shape you as an adult. Um, I don't know if it always does that, but if you stay, if you have a bad teenage experience and then you become an adult and you stay in very similar narrow-minded or closed-minded type environments, whether it's at work, with your own personal time, I think that can really affect people's personal development. I was lucky that because of the shows that I watched. And even though my reality was not those shows, in the back of my head, I've always thought that that reality could happen. So I've kind of held on to these reality shows that just because high school was not that experience I thought it was gonna be, doesn't mean later on in my life, I'm not gonna have that fun lit party. So I've always held media or, you know, pop shows. Wait, wait, hold on. The reality shows that MTV had for high school students. What was that one? Um, the Teen Mom. Teen Mom. Considering I when know, is it Indiana? Isn't she in trouble? I don't know, but I remember going to a club once. The first time me and one of my friends and my now boyfriend went to the club, 
at Revel, there was a film crew there. And I was like, why is there a film crew in the middle of, like, the Midwest? Turns out, I guess, one of the girls was from Indiana. And she was at the club. Ooh. I, for me to be a teen mom, I don't know if, if I was conservative because I'm not conservative at all but I never wanted to exploit being a mom I I I just I, I get being in discussion boards I get being in communities but I I don't know I think your family is very private and it could be because my mother abandoned me so maybe it's just me not dealing with those issues correctly at the time mm-hmm. but I don't know I just I I just feel like it takes away from the moment as a mom. Like, even just with my friends when I... I had my son very young, but when I wanted to take my son to the zoo, 15 of my friends would want to go to the zoo with me, and I just was thinking in my head, I really just wanted to spend time with my son. Oh, because you were how old when? I was 18, and my friends... So my son, I had my son young, Mm -hmm. obviously, uh, but... I would say my son is way older than all of my friends' kids. Like, I mean, we're talking about six, eight years apart. Like, there are there are difference apart. So oh. there's a huge there's a huge gap. So my friends were ready to party, um, but they didn't have as big as a personality as I did. But they always they my friends growing up in my twenties are from high school, and they always wanted to be a part of my life. So. I did think from the TV shows, hey, you're going to build these squads and you're going to grow up with them. For me, at least in my 20s, that actually happened. I stayed in touch with some friends. I got closer from out of high school, but the people I was friends with in high school, like they ran through the 20s with me. Like we were probably the closest we've ever been. And we're not as close as now because now they all have younger children. And even though when I was younger, I was all about being friends and and having my son around them i ain't around other people's kids i'd rather drink i'm like "Uh uh-uh girl you can't take no baby to the bar so did you say you can't take no babies at the bar you you cannot (laughs) if you do i think you can like in europe or something but you can't do that here there's something in the water because i'm gonna go back to this because i'm still shocked and it's because i'm old and on tiktok but they look old. The people from TikTok look old? The girls, yeah, 13-year-olds. Literally. They look old or they look grown. Like, they look like... They look like... I feel like they followed Kendall Jenner. No, Kylie Jenner. I'm sorry. They followed Kylie it's... Jenner. I say Kendall is the one that didn't have the plastic surgery, I thought. No, because she's like a, you know, runway model. Yeah, she's like super gorgeous. She looks like a fucking giraffe with pretty face. Yeah. Um. Again, it it goes back to the beauty standards. What we're pushing on these kids, and it's compounding over the years. So these girls are gonna possibly grow up to believe that their biggest value is their looks, and it's not. Because the shit gets old. I I don't know if a lot of people realize this, but when you get older. Especially when you start in that 60s age. No one gives a fuck about you. You know how many grandparents don't have any friends? Like, <laughs> their their own grandbabies come see them. Like, when you start getting old, but maybe that's it. Maybe you're trying to glorify your younger days because we all know deep down inside a lot of us are going to die lonely. So. That makes me kind of sad. Yeah, it should. Damn. It should make you sad. I'm you should lonely and old, but I'm. <laughs> and you're going to outlive everyone because you're aging. Hopefully. So, Liz, yeah. looking back at everything that we talked about, how do you feel like the 90s differs from 
would I even say 2020 since it's such a bad year? But how do you feel like it differs? Just for, because you're older than me, so you've seen time fly by, you know, faster than I have, so. I think the 90s was amazing. I think that this was pre-cancel culture, and the biggest thing is there was a lot of united with young people, and I, I think it's starting to come back through this new Gen Z generation, but it really is young people and they're trying to figure out who they are and whether they are still trying to figure out where adults are and where they're at. I, I think that was, the, that was the best time to live. I thought that was an experimental phase. Um, you could get away with a lot of shit. You could smoke at your jobs. Um, so I think the 90s was where it's at. Now, looking at your stuff, how do you feel where you were in high school, how it compares to today's kids? Like, your experience in high school and all the things you're allowed to do, how do you feel, is it better or is it worse than people in the in current day? I think eyes are on high school students now versus eyes back then, um, because now it's millennials who are parents. Uh-uh. Millennials 85, yeah their kids are going into high school so or are in high school so they're all eyes are on their kids now they're kind of probably like I know what you're up to and I feel like the millennials are the ones that are writing these kind of stories because we were so like you know a lot of trauma happened in the 80s 90s and you know 2000s so they were able to like write more of that stuff that's why we have 13 reasons why because Selena Gomez is a millennial so um it could, be it. it could be writing from their experiences yeah that, oh, yeah. that makes a lot more sense when it comes to media i mean when you talk about the shows they are more real they are something i feel is needs to be addressed so maybe it is maybe it is i'm a millennial and i was born in 1985 so maybe it is that we're sharing our experiences with our kids i mean i feel like millennials are closer to their kids than i was with my parents well oh yeah, yeah. So oh, I yeah. think maybe we've changed it since then. So I think it's a good direction. I think it's a really, I think if we raise our kids to be confident and still be curious and brave with good manners, I think we'll, we can do a good job and let pop culture depict what's going to be on TV. Oh, absolutely. And plus Gen Z's kind of desensitized already, so. They are, they are. They, they learn more shit than I know. They're. My son teaches me about words I've never heard about. And dances. Their dances are different than ours. Oh, yeah. They don't know how to dance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. So we will catch you with the next episode. Yes, we will. And uh, we'll catch you back in 10 years from now talking about how high school is different when I'm in my 30s. And I guess you're you're in your... Ooh, whoa, 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 I don't want to say it. <laughs> nope, nope. You get mad at me. But we'll see you, I guess, in 10 years talking about the subject, hopefully. Yeah, we'll be on our reunion. And we'll be like, hey, we had a podcast back in 20. Well, my kid will probably be in high school or going into, like, middle school. So you say, you're kid will be 10 oh no i mean i'm not pregnant now but you know what i mean <laughs> you know what i mean but yeah so thank you guys so much for listening and um thank you i mean I, that's all i've got to say about you liz yeah thanks and subscribe and share our podcast and we will catch you on the next episode yay okay <laughs> all right, bye. bye.